Divine Connections Magazine. Get major exposure for your business. Is someone looking for your service? Do you need networking? Are you a gospel artist or a ministry? Do you have a major event that you want to promote? Divine Connections Magazine has the solution for you. We can distribute to residents, businesses, churches, and online. Don't miss this opportunity to expand your marketing locally and around the world. Find out more about us at DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. Get your spot in the next issue of Divine Connections Magazine by emailing us for details at divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections. Let's get it started now. Great day, great day, everyone. This is Dolores Williams. Hope you are having a great day. Happy New Year. To everyone, Divine Connections is a magazine that comes out quarterly where we promote different businesses, entrepreneurs, gospel artists, praise dance, moms, dance, moms, um, great things going on in the community. And so if you're interested in getting in the special for the next magazine, make sure you email me. The special will end at the end of January. Make sure you stay connected with our social media platforms. We're on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. We're on Instagram at Divine Connections, one word. And make sure you subscribe to our channel, our YouTube channel at The Divine Connections. And that is the D-I-V-I-N-E Connections with an S. And also just a couple more updates. Um, Divine Connections nomination is now complete. And so I'll be sending out information um, soon. What I would like for the nominees to do is actually sign up to do an interview. If you want to interview like I'm doing now, make sure you email me and let me know. And then also we have great um, things going on for the rest of the year, but I'll keep you updated. All right. So if you would like, please welcome our special guest, Ms. LaShawn Hartley. How are you? Hi, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. And yourself? We're making it. I'm out of town right now, but I'm happy to be here with you today. So I'm glad to have be here with you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to let you share a little bit about what you do um, in the community. You have a lot of hats. You know, you do a lot of things. So <laughs> I'll let you start and then I'll kind of intervene in between. Well, again, my name is LaShawn Harley. I am by data director of the Small Business Center at Durham Tech, which is where um, I provide counseling, training, uh, presentations, and coordinate other training for those persons who are entrepreneurs and business owners, whether you're expiring, starting, emerging, or existing businesses. Our goal is to help you have viable businesses that are sustainable, fundable and profitable, as well as to create jobs and to retain jobs. That's my day job. And then yeah. I also, um, with my business, I have people with the business counseling, coaching, uh, mentorship for a few, as well as training and um, workshops and presentations. Awesome, awesome. So I wanna go into a little bit of um, your ministry as well. And I know we talked about Habeka is the vision with Nehemiah's approach. So let's talk about a little mm -hmm. bit about that. 
So yeah, so what that is, is that um, everything and all the tools that we really need for starting a business and having a successful business can be found in the Bible. A lot of it, we rely upon um, right. what society says. So that came out of um, years ago, uh, many people remember Sonia Ham, who used to be on um, the light radio station. Uh, and she had a business connection organization and um, doing the presentation and um, talking to her came up with, there's a way that we need to look at what's in the Bible and how the Bible relates to business. Being a business consultant at that time, um, I said, well, you know, one of my favorite books in the Bible is Nehemiah. I love how Nehemiah was a strategist and what he did to get his goals and visions accomplished. And we always talk about Habakkuk with the vision. So the thing about it is, is that we, we, we talk about write the vision, make it plain. But if you keep going, it says it comes from an appointed time. And the thing about it is, is that we always think that when we have this vision, we've got to run and do it now, now, now. Habakkuk said it's for an appointed time. And then... There will be runners, not just you, but other people running with you to with your vision. Uh, so that's why it's called the Habakkuk vision with the Nehemiah approach, with the Nehemiah being looking at all the divine connections, the strategies where he used the resources that he had, which is what I talk about with the entrepreneurial mindset. All that is, is the, taking the resources you have or have access to and making success from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. So let's go into a little bit about what you do with the business owner. So um, if somebody was interested in a business or starting a business, um, how, how could you help them? Well, first thing I do is I've tried to find out what their vision is uh -huh. uh, and what the purpose they have for doing their business. So often, um, and this is all of us, um, we, we do based upon what we know. Right. So sometimes we actually box our vision in, and I have a diagram that I usually do when I do presentations that we actually take our vision and put it in that box. Mm -hmm. That's not the way we should do our business. We should uh -oh. say we're going to start small, that box, but put it inside the vision. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. So I need to know people's overall vision and purpose of why they're doing what they're doing. Then that helps us to go along their pathway. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we can recognize the competition, but then we don't focus on the competition because the way you're seeing what you're going to do makes you stand out and be different. So that's the first aspect of what we do. And then I take you through canvases. So um, I take them through the lean canvas, which actually focuses on what the problems you're trying to solve for the customers you have, what's the solution, and then yeah. the concept. Too often we do the solution as the concept for the business. That's not the way to do it. But it's a one-page document that actually helps you with nine blocks figure out how your business is going to be. Then we go to the business model canvas. And the business model canvas actually helps you to look at what are the resources and connections you're going to need in order to do this. These canvases were actually created for startup businesses. But I do want to point out that existing businesses also use it in fact more existing businesses around the world use them to actually start up. Startup is the number one reason, but existing businesses can use it. So, um, and they will help to walk you through doing an action plan, timeline. So often we just jump right into a business plan. You can have an A plus business plan and have an F business. 
Mm. Because the business plan has everything it needs in it, but for what you're really trying to do, it's not really speaking to it. And that's what we want to make sure that this business idea, this business model speaks to what you want to do. And it's a one page document, doesn't take us long to go through it. And it's a living being as you're doing your business and keep going forward. This business model keeps changing, but it's something you can actually share with people without giving away your secret sauce. You're not going to give away the secret to your business with it. Awesome, 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 awesome. So do you just do um, individuals or work with individuals at Durham Tech? What if there are some individuals that's interested that, you know, do, do not go to Durham Tech? So I'll, I work with anybody in the state of North Carolina. So let's start there. Oh. So the free services is anybody in the state of North Carolina, you can either contact me or one of my counterparts, and that's through the North Carolina Small Business Center Network, mm -hmm. which is sbc.net for the small business center network in North Carolina, because you are in North Carolina and your tax dollars have already paid for utilizing our services. Wow. So you just set up a counseling session and we work with you. And this is for startup and existing businesses. Now, for those who are outside of North Carolina, that's where you would have to come through um, my business. And, um, and I will give that email address. Um, I am revamping my website, which is why they're not up. But I do have my Calendly and my You Can Book Me uh, with LaShawn L. Harley uh, uh, for that so that people can work. And then there is a fee associated with that. But if you're a North Carolinian, your, mm -hmm. your tax dollars have already paid for you to get our services. Awesome. So they just have to contact you to get started. How long is the process or does it vary from person to person? So to start the process, you set a counseling session immediately. Um, mm -hmm. If you're going to set it up with me, you can actually go to our website and set up the counseling session. Mm -hmm. um, the easiest way I tell people is to go to durhamtech.edu slash SBC for Small Business Center. That will take you to our page. Um, on the left-hand side, it says Small Business Counseling. And then you can register for counseling sessions. Uh, First-time clients will actually uh, fill out information. And the reason why, just so people can know why you want to click that first time client link, that makes our conversations confidential. I cannot tell, yes, you've been a customer. No, you have not been a client. So that's the freedom for you to know that everything is confidential. And then you immediately set your um, calendar. Um, when it schedules the appointment, it's mm -hmm. immediate. It's throughout you can book me it comes immediately to my calendar and i meet with people we're doing everything virtual with uh COVID. so we right. meet virtually uh, via telephone or online and it's immediate um i i will say this though i do give you homework i work at your pace this is your business not mine and i do want to also say for business purposes whether you are a for-profit or non-profit i'm still talking to you a non-profit is still a business you still have to use the same business skills so i work with for-profits and non-profits and those persons who also are a combination of two which we call social enterprises those are people who are for-profits but they also have a social purpose or mission i work with you also Awesome. Um, can you break down the difference between, um, I guess, um, doing business as and corporations, LLC? So, 
So there are two people I usually tell people to talk to when we're talking about business structure and business entities. You want to talk to an accountant from the legal, I mean, the tax uh, liability point of view and an attorney with the legal liability point of view. The easiest business to start is a sole proprietorship. Pretty much, you say, I want to be in business. The business is you. You are the business. Um, now in the state of North Carolina, you do an assumed name. So you get the document off the Secretary of State website. Um, now you're able to put up to five names on that document, and then you would get it recorded at your local register of deeds. The Secretary of State, though, handles it. Uh, the next type then. If you're two or more, you become a partner. And pretty much just saying the third party, your partners, you in essence create a partnership, whether you intended to or not. I need to stress that because some people create partnerships unintentionally. Mm. They, they say, this is my partner. Long as you have led a third party to believe that you all are partners, you are for the sake of that third party, a partner. And whatever either one says, it goes for the whole partnership. Mm -hmm. um, with that partnership, everything for partnerships and sole proprietorships, everything you personally have is liable. Um, and so therefore, if there's anything that goes wrong, somebody can come after you. The credit score of you all is the credit score of the business. Now, if you mm -hmm. want to protect, protect your personal assets, or if you have more assets than others in the group, that's when people start looking at the LLC, which is the limited liability company or corporation. And those protects your personal assets as long as you follow the um, the information on how to manage those types of businesses. Corporation is the older of the two, and that's where it can be one owner or more, but you are directed by the state's uh, information on how to govern state statutes. So you must have a board of directors, and you're supposed to have annual um, in the state of North Carolina, it's $125 to incorporate, unless you need it faster. If you need it within 24 hours, you do another $100. If you need it within the same day, it has to be in by noon, that's an additional $200. Um, so then that's how you become a corporation and you continue, and then you live into perpetuity. You can add people, subtract people, you also need to share. People say stocks. You have shares in the business as the owner. The LLC brings in the beauty of those two different uh, the different types of structures I've mentioned. If you're a one-person owner, it brings the flexibility of the operation of a sole proprietorship with the protection of a corporation mm -hmm. into play. Um, with the two or more, it brings that flexibility of the partnership of how you operate. And you have an operating agreement, which is how however parties agree to come together. So the, and that's $125. Also, the $100 extra if you need it within 24 hours, $200 extra if you need it within the same day. Now, the corporation annual fee is $18. If you do it online, the annual fee for LLC is $200. So that's something also people need to take in consideration that people don't think about is that annual fee you have to pay the Secretary of State. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So I know we were talking the other day about um, business owners versus entrepreneurship. Go a little bit about that. So I, I tend to do those differently because uh, entrepreneurs are business owners, but not every business owner is an entrepreneur. I've met many people who want to be business owners, and they say, well, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like, well, what are you risking? Or, and, and the more I talk to them, they're more conservative about the risk that they want to take. 
So I tend to leave them on things where they are more conservative. So some conservative things are like franchises, buying a business that's already in existence, going into an industry where there's a high demand, but there's not a lot of suppliers. Uh, Entrepreneurs, they're risking a whole lot. They're risking the possibility it can be an actual flop, but that's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. uh, entrepreneurs, the average entrepreneur starts to five businesses before they get it right. Mm -hmm. And people, some people don't believe that. I said, well, let's put it to you this way. Formula 409 was the 409 formula that worked. Mm -hmm. Hence the name, the Formula 409. So entrepreneurs, they just don't give up. And entrepreneurs tend to always see a lot of problems and want to be the solution to the problem. They can't turn that mechanism off. And there's no right or wrong to this. It's just knowing your your the level of what you're willing to risk at and how you plan to take a risk. But I want to go back for a moment, Dolores. I, I, I said myself about businesses. I missed one business structure. I mean, we That's the nonprofit. Nonprofits are often a corporation that's governed. Um, the only difference is no one owns that corporation. Mm -hmm. And people need to understand that 26 types of nonprofits, we all think nonprofits are the 501 tax exempt. That's one type of nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Just that, so you can be a nonprofit as a structure, but you might be taxed like a corporation from a tax point of view. So everything that's a nonprofit doesn't necessarily mean it's a tax exempt nonprofit, but it's sixty dollars to get a nonprofit, um, the nonprofit status, and then those are tax exempt. You have to do a charitable solicitation license, which does have an annual fee after the first one. Awesome, awesome. You talked about um, two things: um, the business credit score. Talk a little bit about okay. that. So a business credit score, when you start a when you first start a business, business is you and you have the business, even if you're a corporation or LLC from a credit point of view. So whatever your credit level is, they're gonna look at that for the business. But as you get the business going, one of the things you may want to do is be the guarantor and as soon as you can and but have it in the business name. As the business starts getting its reputation of its credit worthiness. Then that is a way that you can start doing things under the business name, and you can actually get a business credit score. Now, one of the fastest ways many people get a credit uh, for their business is through a trade credit, and the trade credit is where you go to those persons who are your suppliers and get the credit in the business name with those suppliers, and then have that reporting it to the credit bureau. Just like you need to have a year or two, the business also needs to have a year or two, and that's how it establishes the credit. Even nonprofits can get credit. However, many um, entities will have a board of director to be the guarantor for it. So the founder or the board of director will be the guarantor for it. So that's when you're looking at it from a business point of view. But you also want to have a business checking account. So if you're going to have a business, you need to have a business checking account. Even if you're doing that as a sole proprietor, um, you want to have that checking account name. That's what affected a lot of people with the COVID funding. Yes, they had their business um, expenses coming out of an account, but it didn't have the business name on that account. So there are many different entities and different credit unions and uh, banks that will allow you to get the bank on uh, the that 
checking account in the business, which you definitely want to do. The more you can show payments and things that are coming out of that account and that there's a balance and a cash flow going with it, the easier, I'm not saying you're going to definitely get it, but it's easier to get um, credit for the business without having to guarantee it yourself. Awesome. Awesome. What do you know about um, as far as putting maybe a house or a car in your business name? So if you're going to put a bad piece of property in your business name, make sure it's not your primary residence. I've seen some people do that. And then when things happen with the business, your primary residence is so you can put property in the business name. It's just that depending on what you're trying to do with that property will determine how far you can go with that. Um, some people are going to also want you to put more money down. So typically like a primary residence would be 3%, 5%. When you're talking about that business property, some of them are going to want more and some are going to look to put you on a lot of like investment property. So you may have to put as much as 20 to 30% down in order to do that. Mm -hmm. um, again, a lot of that's also people want you to have skin in the game. When it comes to business, if you're in the business to make money, we want to make sure you're making wise decisions. So there are opportunities for that as well, depending on where you're located. Your local uh, government may have incentives for your business to get that commercial property, mm -hmm. which can also help you, um, and also help you getting credit later on for the business. Because some people do use that property to help you with credit. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else you want to share and elaborate on? Well, one thing I just want to say to people is watch your cash flow. Too often people look at their financial information and they wait to the end of the year when their taxes are done and they're looking at their profit. You can have a profit and still be in trouble. Profit mm. says that for the amount of money, you, uh, for the revenue you generated for that period of time, and for the expenses you generated for that period of time, you should have profit. But there are things that are not on that profit and loss statement that goes on like a balance sheet, some of your expenses, the liabilities that you have to pay out that become a problem. Also, do set yourself up with how much money you're going to get from the business. Um, too often people say, oh, we've got a lot of money coming in and they pull a lot of money out. You don't want to do that. You want to you plan for the future. So you look at the finances you have today and say, how do, how much do I need for my future? Don't look at just today and don't just look at your um, balance sheet, I mean, your uh, bank statements uh, as the way of saying, oh, this is how much money I have. Because if you owe taxes or anything of that nature, if you have employees, that has to come out of there either every quarter or annually. Also work with advisors and counselors and coaches. Multiple heads and multiple people looking at them are very valuable. I even have one myself. Um, and, and the thing about it is you want to one, but you, you want multiples because those persons are subject matter experts in their areas and you can't keep up with everything as a business owner to have a successful business. Last, be willing to delegate. What are you going to outsource? For only 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week, you need to eat, sleep, That's right. That's take right. care of your house, take care of yourself. And those, and driving to and fro makes a difference. So get the, do what are you willing to outsource to others? Definitely do that. And put that as part of an expense. That's part of doing business. Mm -hmm. So think of those things and do those things. Um, and use them very well because they're there to help you, not to hinder you. And also, even though we're free, if you have to pay, understand you're paying to make more money. 
Uh -huh. repeat that. You're paying to make more money. That's what people fail to um, think about the fact that I might be paying. I'm, I'm getting ready to do a mentorship that I'm going to be paying for, but I know that I'm going to get as a return. It's going to be tenfold time more than I'm getting ready to pay. Awesome, awesome. And would you also give your um, website again? I know you said if you're in North Carolina, you could actually sign up because um, uh, our tax money pays for that, which is awesome. Um, what, what's that website again? So if you want to come to me personally, you go to uh, Durham Tech, D-U-R-H-A-M-T-E-C-H dot E-D-U forward slash SPP for Small Business Center. And if you look at the uh, left-hand side, you see Small Business Counseling. If you're on a mobile device, just click the menu, Small Business Counseling, and follow the direction that's there. Uh, okay. And if you're in another part of the state and you want to go to one of my counterparts, just go to ncspt.net for North Carolina Small Business Center. And you can go to someone that's actually within 30 uh, miles of where you are located. We're at every community conference. Awesome, awesome. Did you say it's in every community college? We're at the Small Business Center is at every community college. We are funded by the state of North Carolina General Assembly. And it's very beneficial, even though you may like me, and I, I can work with you and I can work um, through the centers. So we don't compete, but each other director knows what's locally going on in their area with some of the intentions that are there. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, if you, you can share whatever else you have to share and then leave us with some words of encouragement. Well, um, I definitely want to uh, say thank you all for taking the step to making success for yourself by even listening to this broadcast. Because that's step one. You got to be active in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, we help you, and everybody helps you as well as you moving yourself. You have to be the doer, not us. So that's the one thing I want to say. Take advantage of all the resources that are available. I'd like to thank you, Dolores, for making this available to people out there. Um, you know, you, you could be doing a whole lot of other different things, but for you to feel that it's valuable to get information when you find out information, that's just a wonderful tool. So I'd like to thank you for providing uh, this opportunity to, to the community for all that you do. Now, my final words are be a doer. So you have to be someone who has an action plan. Put some time, dates and times down on there because by having that, that keeps you accountable. So you want to have an action plan. Number two, get accountability partners. These are people that will give you to the gun and say, are you doing what you need to do? What else do you need to do? What else do we need? Court base. Make sure you get that. Also, aim high. Aim for the moon. If you fall short, you're still among the stars. You've got yeah. to aim something. How do you know you've got where you're supposed to go if you don't know where you're going? You've okay. got to aim. Be a lifelong learner. You don't know everything. I have a, a bag of books. I, I'm in the process of moving. I have a, a suitcase of the books that I'm going to be reading for 2021. Already mm -hmm. in there. Already getting ready to start. Be a lifelong learner. And then take advantage of every resource that's available to you. Make sure that you're using it to the most and then find out where you need to go. And last but not least, find out your purpose and your vision. You're the only one who can see it. I can't see it. No one else can see it. Even when you try to describe it, 
We can catch on, but we still want the ending to it. Be mm -hmm. confident in knowing, and in your confidence, you will be successful. Not arrogant in knowing, but be confident. You know seeing what you're called to do. Absolutely, absolutely. That is great information. Thank you so much for coming on and be my guest today. Um, when you get a chance, make sure you type in under the comments your link and your contact information um, so everybody can make sure they get that information. And we'll probably do it again. I know you're out of town, so uh, you didn't have a clear, clear connection, but we got the point to it. So we'll probably do it again as well. But thank you so much again for taking the time out for coming on. Uh, Ms. LaShawn, and we will talk to you soon. Anything else you want to share before we end? You can do it. Amen. Look at the mirror and keep saying that. Say, you, you can do it. Point to yourself and say, you can do it. And then every evening say, I am doing it and I have done it. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Make sure if you are in North Carolina and you need to take advantage of this, I will. I know uh, I'll be signing up soon um, so we can stay connected and do some things together. And so thank you again, Ms. Josiah. I know you had a busy schedule. You're moving and you're out of town. So thank you for coming on and sharing the information and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Everyone have a great day. Yes, ma'am. You as well. That's Ms. LaShawn, you guys, over the Small Business Center. She has great, great information and great resources. Make sure you take advantage of the opportunities out there. She said the tax, your tax paying money is already paid for it. So that's a great, great resource. I know I'm going to take advantage of it. Um, and so thank you so much. Uh, and we look forward to hearing more from you. And as 2021 comes in or already in, if we have any other information we'll share, we'll do another video as well. Wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much and be safe. Thank you. So welcome. Thank you. Y'all, this is um, our guest, Ms. LaShawn, and I am Dolores Williams with Divine Connections. Make sure you stay connected with the number one connector, which is Jesus Christ. You all have a phenomenal day. Divine Connections Magazine. Get major exposure for your business. Is someone looking for your service? Do you need networking? Are you a gospel artist or a ministry? Do you have a major event that you want to promote? Divine Connections Magazine has the solution for you. We can distribute to residents, businesses, churches, and online. Don't miss this opportunity to expand your marketing locally and around the world. Find out more about us at DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. Get your spot in the next issue of Divine Connections Magazine by emailing us for details at divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections. Let's get it started now. Okay.